Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Not on This Occasion. I want to start. I want to start this with a little bit of a disclaimer. So we usually record these episodes on Monday, the Monday after the race, and that is the same for this episode. But of course, that means we missed the big news of the week. Of that, of course, is Daniel Ricardo replacing. Nick DeVries at AlphaTauri. It seems like it always happens where we miss the news by a day. We do talk about Nick DeVries and Daniel Ricciardo in this episode, but it was when it was all still speculation and not official word. Uh, I think this is the biggest story of the year so far. Probably will be the biggest news story of the year. Uh, and so I'm not going to talk about any of it right now. Uh, and so we'll save all that discussion for the Hungarian Grand Prix episode. So, for now, enjoy the British Grand Prix. And welcome back to Not On This Occasion, the Formula One podcast. Hi, welcome back again. Or if you're new here, salutations. Welcome to the Not On This Occasion podcast. I am Delaney and my amazing, beautiful co-host, Noel, is to my right. How's it going, everyone? And Not On This Occasion. It's cool. It's cool. That's what I tell them, no rules spitting bars today <laughs> um and this week we are going to be covering the most prestigious of all races the silverstone grand prix is that good i think that's pretty good yeah, actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was going to my default setting <laughs> just go back to the default col- default <laughs> colonizing pre-colonized 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 american so make sure to give us a follow, rate us, like us, comment, and yeah, do all that stuff. Let us know what you think. Yeah, folks, today it's the British Grand Prix. Uh, we also are going to be talking about the schedule because yes. that released over the past week. We um, missed it literally by a day again. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> what happens every single time. Yep. Now, last season, we had a whole episode about the schedule. Yeah. Not this year. No. There are some big changes, yeah. but not... Not anything that crazy. Mind you, we don't know when the sprints will be or how many there will be, so I'm sure we'll touch back on it again later in the season. But right now, we at least know for now, unless there's any weird global conflict that happens next year, um, where and you know what time the races are at. And just for those who are keeping track, those of you who watched our schedule video, uh, we got everything wrong. Yeah, not a single thing right. Not a single one right. (laughs) Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about, of course the British Grand Prix, and also the biggest event of the weekend, Brad Pitt. Be rad. <laughs> showing up uh, to film his little... Did everybody see his car racing? Because I saw it. Oh, my God. Video. Um, a lot from the British Grand Prix. 
<laughs> film this little video. <laughs> this little YouTube video. <laughs> We're also going to be talking about the silly season. Same song, different verse, basically. Yeah. Um, we've heard it the last week. But first, this week in Formula E. Formula E. Now, I did actually watch the Portland Formula E race that was at the end of June. Uh, I got to say, you know, I had no idea what was happening for the first 75% of the race. We'll have to talk more about this some other time, maybe. But like Formula E. Is it that different? It's because they, it's all, you know, power and energy. Right. They want to be. They want to use all their power during the race, uh-huh. but they don't want to be the first person to use up all their power because if you run out before the race is over, then you're done. You're, you're it's race, it's game over. Huh? So they spend probably the first seventy five percent of the race all trying not to be the leader That's because so being weird. the leader causes more drag because you don't have draft or slipstream. Oh. So they'll all. Portland was a weird track because it's like an actual racetrack and not a street circuit. Yeah. So they would go down the front straightaway and they would all just like, if they got it all stretched out, they would all just come together because the people at the front don't want to be up front and the people at the back are just trying to you get caught up. So it's like a pack race. It's great. It looks so weird. It's kind of hard. It it took me a long time to like figure out what was happening Yeah, because they had two safety cars. So you think, oh, there's a safety car so you can save energy. Right. But they want to use 100% of it. And want to use most of it, have a lot of enough of it left at the end of the race. So even if you have two safety cars, you want to conserve it and save it. Yeah, because if they like during the safety car, they're not at full throttle, obviously, or even close to it. So it's like, oh shit, we got to like figure out where to you where to use the rest of this power, this extra power that we now have. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's kind of crazy. But the reason that I'm bringing up Formula E today, it's uh, there's something in the air today, Delaney. I smell it. There's a disturbance, a feeling that I have not felt in a long time. There is a man who I've not talked about in a long time. <gasps> Daniel Kvyat. Oh. <laughs> I was like a goat TV. That's yeah. what I thought. That's why I was like, oh, she's going to be disappointed. But still, Daniel Kvyat. <laughs> is going to race in the Formula E race in Rome. Ooh. It's a double header, I guess. June, July 15th and 16th. So I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but it's there. He's in it. He's in it. And so I'm pretty excited about that because I don't know what he's done this year. I don't know. Do you think P will be there? His daughter? (laughs) Does she have? I think it's Penelope Kvyat. Is it? Or is it Penelope PK? I don't know. It's probably Penelope Verstappen. (laughs) (laughs) I did watch an interview where Verstappen was like, I live in a full house. And I think he lives with... He she shows up in her in his live stream sometimes. Yeah, like so I his, think I think they live together. I don't know. Anyway, we'll just assume matter. we'll just assume it's Kvyat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, that was my favorite F one driver for a very long time. Yep. Because I felt bad and felt Red Bull destroyed him. Okay. And it was a good redemption story, but it's continuing. I don't know. He was in NASCAR last year. He didn't do well. Anyway. That is uh that's Formula E. I just wanted to mention that for um for for longtime listeners. Yeah. People who remember at the beginning when I was talking about Daniel Kvyat. Yep. Um for all you OGs. Uh for the other OGs, I don't think we've talked about this since the second episode, 
But huh. yes, I did listen to Olivia Rodrigo's new song. Yes. It's uh it's it's fine. It hasn't grown fine. on me yet. You know, it's all right. I it's um, a little different. It's uh it's all right. I feel like it sounds like five other songs though. Like yeah. I feel like I've heard it before. I you think know? I think it's hard because she's like I don't know. She's just gonna get copyrighted again. A lot of people are saying it sounds like a Miley Cyrus song. It it sounds familiar. There's something yeah. familiar about it's it. It's the chorus. Me. I think it's the chorus that sounds or like the bridge where it's like I thought even the I thought even the beginning of it was like it sounds like something. Yeah. Like that's like four different songs. Yeah. Like So, you know Still love you, Olivia. If you ever want to come on the pod, let us know. <laughs> same song, different verse with Olivia Rodrigo last year. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thank you, people, for not introducing me to Cruel Summer until now. Because I think that <laughs> shit bops. Yes. Of course I do, because Olivia Rodrigo copied it and yep. made it my favorite Olivia Rodrigo song, Deja Vu. So yeah. Um, just in case you all are wondering we're, we're slowly, what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> we're slowly turning Noel into a Swifty. So, um, <laughs> that was this week in IndyCar. No, sorry. <laughs> Formula E. <laughs> that was this week in Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. And Formula E. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Now we can talk about F1. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So the 2024 calendar, it's been released. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty much the same, honestly. Like there's, yeah. there's a couple pretty big differences, um, I think the biggest thing that's, st- I mean, obviously the biggest thing is China's back. So they're back for now, for now. Like I said, again, <laughs> world conflict. We don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Cause China was supposed to be back this year too. But so we'll see if, if we, China keeps <laughs> supporting a certain large country that is invading another smaller country. They may not support them. I don't know. We'll and see. if they get rid of COVID. Yeah. Cause that also, I think led to the cancellation yeah. of the, um, um, but the other big thing right before that is Japan is all of a sudden in April. I think I saw <laughs> like some weird. I saw some people talk about this before they released the schedule that Japan was going to get moved up so Asia could get a race mm. early in the season yeah. in the event that China doesn't fair. end up having the race. That's fair. Yeah, because we don't go to Asia at all until the end of the season. So yeah, that is fair. Um, plus, going from Australia to Japan makes sense. It's, they're close. It's, yeah, they're, they're right close there. actually. So, um, I mean, we are ju- a little jumpy when it comes to Miami, and then going back to yeah, the whole Italy. I, I mentioned this. I the whole race five to race ten is not net zero. Yeah, it's very race back five and to forth. race nine. I guess is uh, China, then Miami, then Imola, then Monaco, then Canada. Yeah. So Imola and Monaco kind of close. Uh, and then back to Spain for race 10. Yeah. So Ch- Canada to Spain. So like Imola and Monaco are close-ish, but the rest of them are all boop, boop, boop. I don't know why they just don't move Canada before Imola and just do it, or like even before Miami, and just do it either as six or seven, and then it'll go Imola, Monaco, Spain, Austria. I wonder if Canada... Well, because Monaco won't fucking move their weekend. That's yeah, why. I wonder... Canada's... I feel like it's always in June... So I think May, I'm, there's probably like a cycling event or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like Canada's always in June. That's not to say that they shouldn't just move it before Miami because it, they should if they're you know, in the net zero thing. But maybe they have a thing that they're like, we want it to be in June or something like that. Yeah. So everything else is pretty much the same up until Azerbaijan 
is in oh right September. azerbaijan got moved yes yeah, so azerbaijan is round 17 which as it, i feel like i kind of like that it's breaking up the middle eastern races a little bit instead of it i think we had three back to back at the beginning of the season now we only have two which yeah. is nice um it's breaking up the plus it's the moving street a street circuit yeah we got we got suzuka and shanghai in there now yeah as actual tracks even though i don't think shanghai is that great but suzuka's up at the beginning of the season now right so it's spreading out the street circuits a little bit i mean obviously round like i don't know round seven to round fucking 16 are all not street circuits which is kind of normal that's good yeah yeah that's, it's that's... like a good chunk of the middle of the season and then it goes um azerbaijan then singapore and then this is kind of funky 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 fresh just <laughs> funky funky fresh we're still getting the classic austin mexico brazil track but instead of i think this year we're going somewhere else and then going back to vegas no i'm wrong it's brazil and then vegas but yeah so that's that's normal so those those four races in the americas are the same and then we round out the season in the middle east still <laughs> so qatar and abu dhabi in December, yeah. though. So we're going from an extra weekend. the beginning of March to the beginning-ish of December. We will only have one month out of the entire 2024 year that the, we will not have any racing. There's kind of a fall break in in um, Singapore and between Singapore and United States. Singapore yeah. is September 22nd and uh, Coda is October 20th. Okay. So yeah. there's kind of like a fall break. Like, well, I'm sure because of like the fuck, it's like on the other side of the world. So yeah. they were like, we'll give you guys a minute to like recoup, like yeah. go back to Europe. And then when is the summer break still in the same? I think so. Yeah. After yeah, Belgium. It's, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the only other thing I want to mention is that like Las Vegas this year, which is a Saturday race, mm -hmm. uh, Bahrain and Saudi Arabia will be on Saturday oh. this year because I think it's during ramadan or like there's okay. a there's like a reason that bahrain and saudi arabia will be on saturday so i don't that's not really going to change anything because they're still going to be at night they'll just be at, really early. At, for us it'll be 1 p.m on saturday for yeah. saudi arabia instead of 1 p.m on sunday yeah and same for bahrain so it won't make a huge difference i, I don't think it's going to change much yeah but um Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, and Las Vegas are officially Saturday races. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if that, I don't know. We'll it see. Won't change much. And for those keeping track, yes, there is 24 races this year now. So they're, they are creeping up. One more <laughs> extra race. It's another record year. So I'm, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to match the, the number of races with the last two digits of the year. Maybe. I'm. It's going to get out of hand here quickly though <laughs> get very out of hand very quickly um so yeah we'll see stay tuned for the sprint races when they'll be i feel like those aren't going to come out for a while though they didn't come out i feel like until right near the end of last but year. i feel like last, last year, year it was also like here's the schedule and the sprint races right they were i feel like they were a little bit farther apart oh, okay. i feel like we talked we did about not get the, the schedule this early though no last year. definitely not yeah so yeah that's the schedule and yeah we're excited to see what happens uh like i said got a whole episode last year and now <laughs> we're got, done <laughs> we got like 20 minutes of that <laughs> maybe not even like 10 all right so now we can move on to other news other news <laughs> not the british grand prix yet because it's the silly season <laughs> <laughs> for the record 
William did laugh at that part. Thank you, William. I did, he tried not to. <laughs> he's, he's, he, you know, the 13 year old. Like, he smiled, but was like, I'm not going to laugh. You love it. Yeah. Thanks, William. <laughs> um, so, silly season. Nick DeVries, dead and gone, I feel. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he did not do well during Silverstone again. So, we don't know for sure, you know, that he's done. But I don't know. If you, if you guys can read between the lines. Let me tell you what Dr. Helmut Marco has said doctor. over the past after the people. The doctor is in. Let me tell you what he said. He okay. Doctor? I'm sure he's like a doctor of race cars. <laughs> yeah, like if like I if I got a PhD, I would be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. not, you know. You're not if like, there was a if there if someone fainted on a plane and I was like, <laughs> is there a doctor, doctor on the plane? Yeah, I'm a doctor of accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Open up his wallet. Like <laughs> Give me his W-2s for last year. <laughs> um, okay, so for context, yeah, this is about Sergio Perez missing Q3. Yes. This isn't even about Nick DeVries. Mm. Somebody asked Dr. Helmut Marco, the doc, the doc, what he thought about is Sergio Perez, is he going to get replaced? Because he's missed Q3 the last five races. Yeah. And here's what he said. Tell me. There's no one available who could replace Perez. He performs well in the races, in contrast to Nick DeVries. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I will say, I mean, a little brief, little sidebar. He does do well. He does make up in the races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he is in the top 10. He gets points at the end of the day, but he could get more. But anyway, yeah, that's like. <laughs> they weren't even talking about Nick DeVries. That was a little jab. I guess there was also another, unless you're going to bring this up and you have like actual receipts of it. There, I guess there was another interview where somebody asked like, oh, like out of, out of the four Red Bull drivers, like who's like performing the best and who's performing the worst. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I think they're all doing pretty well. Except Nick DeVries. Like, I, I really think he could step it up. Like straight up, just like docks the shit out of him like i feel like that's something you say about a driver when they're no longer with the team like nick DeVries is still Bro, with the still team I, yeah i kind of wonder if it's like this this is their like last ditch effort to like get him to perform if they're yeah just I, like it, dr helmet marco is an older man yeah he definitely seems like this old-fashioned like oh yeah i'm gonna tell him he's running like shit to the public and see if that fires him up or whatever yeah can't say i agree with agree, that but yeah. um dr helmet marco the doc the doc is in has also been talking a lot about this test that is happening tomorrow it'll probably be three days ago by the time this episode comes out yeah but daniel ricardo is participating in a tire test okay um i don't know what car he's driving i don't know if it's the red bull or the alpha tower but i'm pretty sure he's driving a car yeah and so i would assume so <laughs> Unless it's a simulation tire test, which I don't know how you do that. <laughs> neither but. do I. But um, and he has been talking a lot about this test. The, the doc, doc has. <laughs> I was like, Daniel. Um, and I, I guess I didn't save the quote, but they've been talking about like, is Daniel Ricardo like, is this going to happen? And he's like, well, we've got the test. We'll see the results. We'll talk after the results or whatever. Mm. So like, this is like, this is his ultimatum. This ain't just your, this I, ain't your normal average tire test. I think what they're going to do is like, he's going to do the tire test. And then if he does well, like helmet Marco is going to point at him and stare at Nick DeVries and be like, how come he could do well? <laughs> and he's not even racing this year. Motherfucker. Like, yeah. You got two more races. At, clean up your shit. Otherwise, that guy who just did well during a test is going to replace you. 
Uh, F1 Insider. I don't know if that's a like a legitimate source, but they're saying they have F1 in the title. It must be. They're saying that Daniel Ricciardo is set to replace Nick DeVries after the summer break uh, mm. at Zandvoort. And as we know, even if it is a rumor, <laughs> where there's smoke, there's fire. And I've heard a lot. You know, I remember 2019 when Pierre Gasly got replaced. Yeah. During the summer break. And before the summer break, they were all like, no, it's not happening. We're not doing that again. We're not going to swap the drivers. Yeah. And then they did. So if they're before the summer break, like, yeah, this guy fucking sucks. We hate him. He's out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're going to do it. <laughs> or they're going to juke us out and be like, nah, we were just messing with you. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's different because they're not swapping drivers, like from Torosso to Red Bull. They're swapping from Alpha Tauri to the unemployment line. Like, it's like, <laughs> friggin'. It's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That but like, would different. Nick DeVries become the third driver then? Yeah, but I mean, he's not going to get the Daniel Ricardo luxury That's fair. treatment. He's going to be... You're just going to be some fucking guy. He's the guy. fifth driver because of... Oh, the, yeah. And that... Well, I, Red Bull already has like 17 of them throughout <laughs> the, all the true. series. So I I don't know what's going to happen, really. Uh, for those of you who are asking about Liam Lawson, which is probably none of you, I don't... <laughs> just know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, and I don't really care either because... You know, development driver, you know. Yeah, F2. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's the silly season. Now into the British Grand Prix. Chip, chip, chibio. The headliner, of course, is the greatest F1 driver of all time, Brad Pitt. He was there. Or whatever his name S- in the... Sonny Hayes. Sonny. <laughs> I was like, when I saw that, I was like, Sonny Hayes. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a real name, honestly. Sonny Hayes. I can understand that some of the drivers' names are a little like, you know, George Russell. Like, <laughs> who's that? Like, but also Sonny Hayes. Anyways, um, I, 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 he's supposed to be an American driver too. So I think that was the most American name that Lewis Hamilton could think of. <laughs> it does sound like a. It does sound like an American name that another country would think of. Mr. Brad Pitt himself. I'm not gonna lie. I think their fake car. Looked better than every other car that looked, raced this week. It looked a little familiar, didn't it? No, <laughs> looked a little, little bit like a, like a certain twenty nineteen. Looked a little rich, you say? A little rich energy car. <laughs> um, I, I, I liked it. I honestly, I thought it looked better than the rich energy car. It like um, does not look like a Formula Two car. Yeah, it's it, they put like an they like have a modified front wing on it so the front oh. wing and rear wing look like an f1 car but the car is actually an f2 car interesting so yeah so no because no one was going to build them an f1 car i'm really interested to see what the plot of this <laughs> movie is. I, i'm pretty sure it's like isn't it some like ex-retired like some yeah, bullshit like that back. everyone's ever ever always done before yeah i think i don't know i mean they were actually driving the cars, though. No? Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone was. People say it was Brad Pitt driving it. I. It seemed you have to train a lot to just drive one of those things, though. Like, breaking yeah. in an F1 and F2 car is not like breaking in your street car. Like, it's like... you ha- Yeah, you got to do all those fucking neck exercises. So, if they were, like, at speed, and I saw videos of them driving around, they were going pretty fast. But also, like, who would know? Because they had, like, this, like... They had the garage, but then they had this, like 
big ass like box. Like it was like a black yeah, yeah. box yeah. that like, I'm sure that they could have very well could have like Brad Pitt could have walked in and there could have been like a stunt <laughs> double in there or like an F3 driver or something and it's same build and everything. Just put the helmet on and just got in yeah. the car and nobody would have fucking I noticed. feel like it would have been something a stunt driver would do and not Brad Pitt because yeah. it's Brad Pitt. Like that's a... Also, that car an- just like like combusted. Like Brad Pitt's like... I don't know. He's not fucking Tom Cruise. Like Brad, Tom Cruise would be like, I want to drive that car. But Brad, like, Brad Pitt, Pitt is not like Brad Pitt is an asset to Hollywood USA. They can't is. just throw him into an F2 car with no practice. The I other just, guy, I don't know who the other guy is. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's like an up and coming, like British actor. Okay. Well, his first name is Idris. Nope. His last name is Idris. I didn't know what any it's of like his Idris Alba, but it's not, but his it's last not. name is Idris. It's something Idris. I don't know. There was a, the, the, my favorite video from the whole weekend was a video of them walking down the side of the grid when all the cars were like getting ready. And Carlos Sizes was like <laughs> in the background. Yeah. They, cause they were there for like the, the national anthem and stuff. Yeah, they did. They did like the grid walk or they were there on the, like on the grid when all the cars were there and they were recording shit. I think Lewis or somebody said like, yeah, like all the drivers are like extras, like quote unquote extras, like in the, movie like they're like all gonna be in the background and i'm like that's kind of crazy <laughs> i'm wondering if any of them have speaking parts and they had a they had a fake garage area for the team which looked very boring <laughs> it looked so bland in there i was like they also had a they also had a fake tv screen that was like <laughs> showing data from the car like yeah. like data analytics or whatever yeah and i saw a tweet that uh showed went a little bit more in depth on some of the data that they had on the screen. So according to this fake car, fake data that is in uh, on the fake Apple screen, uh, it said that for on this mock qualifying run that this car supposedly did, uh, it burnt 14,314 liters of fuel in one lap, which is like a lot. Wow, <laughs> this is a lot. According to this fake data, and it also said that it had four hundred thousand millijoules of kinetic curves, kinetic uh-huh. energy recovery system, which is something that F one cars actually have. Yeah, apparently it had four hundred thousand millijoules of power, which, according to this tweet, is and I'm quoting the tweet, is a measurable portion of the Hiroshima bomb. Oh my God. <laughs> so they just made up this fucking data and it on the, threw it on the TV screen. I wonder if they were like, we can't use like real data or something. Cause maybe then they'll think that like they're copying another team. I don't know. They could make up better numbers. Than yeah. That. <laughs> it probably could be just a shot in the dark number. Um, I just found an article that says Brad Pitt reveals plot details of formula one movie while filming at british grand prix ready for this yes pitt says he's playing a guy who raced in the 1990s who has a horrible crash craps out and disappears then he's racing in other disciplines his friend played by javier bardim he's a team owner contracts him they're in last place they're 21st and 22nd on the grid they've never scored a point oh my god some marusha <laughs> catering hrt shit Literally. but they have a young phenomenon played by damson idris damson sure. we're bad with names and they bring me in as a kind of a hail mary and hijinks ensue 
tell you tell you what's amazing this is him this is him speaking by the way if you couldn't yeah. tell like how like choppy it is like it's not like written um tell you what's amazing about it there's a camera mounted all there's cameras mounted all over the car you've never seen speed you've never seen the g-force like this it's really really exciting well they have cameras over i don't know the brad one car, so. <laughs> i don't know i every weekend when i watch a race i see cameras mounted i will say their camera on the car i did see a video of the car going by it's like fucking huge like it's like it's not like the little camera like yeah it's like yeah you a, can see the camera it's like an actual camera it's funny that you mentioned that because i saw a tweet today that shows us because there are this you guys might be shocked to hear, but this is not the first F1 movie ever. Da, da, da. That's crazy. <laughs> There's a man. movie called like Grand Prix that's from the like the 60s. Love that. And they did the same thing where they attached cameras to cars. Wow. Now, I'm going to show Delaney these pictures right now, and I guess I'll put some <laughs> of them on the Instagram, but I'm pretty sure, first of all, these cars actually raced. Like they were in the race. Hell yeah, because you could in the 1960s. And these, F, these modified F2 cars were not in any race they yeah. just drove around while no one else was out there fair oh is it the one in the middle i think so but the first one's not the best oh my god so. i see it now that's how do they see <laughs> like those are like real cameras it's like, like a film camera yeah, like, that's, like, that's to- like the crank <laughs> like like kind of camera so brad pitt's cameras i mean i'm sure he's right we've probably never seen the we've probably never seen you know that in a movie before yeah but um 1966 they also did an f1 movie so like i guess not the director of top gun maverick is the director and producer of this uh it's an apple studios movie that um is also under lewis's like don apollo films which is like his new like production company and screenplays by oscar nominee irene kruger who also did top gun maverick Sounding like it should have been fucking Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is like, I guess Lewis Hamilton said in an interview last year, Tom Cruise asked him to be in Top Gun Maverick. Asked Lewis Hamilton. Oh, really? And Lewis Hamilton was like, no, I got a race. And then he like saw the movie and he's like, I regret that. Well, Tom Cruise was in Days of Thunder like 40 years ago. So yeah. he can't do an F1. That's a NASCAR movie. Tom Cruise is a... <laughs> he's Tom a NASCAR Cruise, guy. Tom Cruise is a is a NASCAR driver, whatever his name is in the movie. I've never seen Days of Thunder, so I couldn't tell you what fake happens fan. in it. But um, Fake fake NASCAR <laughs> fan over here. Um, all right. Now. Enough about them. Now we can actually talk about the race. Oh, if, and if anybody wondered, they did not actually race during the race. No. For all those people that really thought so, they were doing it in between sessions. And I heard more people say they're going to lead the formation lap. Oh, like my the, God. And I was like, I, no. and I heard so many people saying it. I almost had to make another TikTok and be like, guys, if I'm fucking wrong about this, the one thing I knew I was right about that Brad Pitt ain't driving during a race. Yeah. They I, would not even, they would not do a formation <laughs> lap. Hell no. The drivers would be like, get the fuck out of the way. Especially leading the formation lap. Yeah, like, hell no. They maybe put them in the back. Which maybe doesn't fit the plot of the film because yeah, it, they're that supposed to be in yeah, the back. The plot is that they're shit. But I didn't know that up until now. But so. I guess by the end of the film, they're going to be great. <laughs> oh really i guess turn around like that because brad pitt's coming back i'd like to see how that goes We're is brad right. pitt gonna build him a new car where's adrian <laughs> newey i think adrian newey is the hero of that story <laughs> not a driver i'm yeah. sorry pop off roll. yeah if you're 21st and 22nd in the fucking grid i don't think it's the drivers dude <laughs> especially how do you get a young phenomenon 
in a team that's 21st well, and 22nd. Well, they're Mercedes. They're, they've got Mercedes logos all over them, so their young phenomenon is actually a Mercedes driver. That's crazy. Like George Russell at Williams. Uh, okay, and okay. so their young phenomenon is just there until the Mercedes seats open. Fair. And then he's gone. Yeah, Which they're exactly. probably not going to mention in the movie, but, you know, You know, whatever. that's how it actually works. Anyways, <laughs> it, when the movie comes out, me and Noel will, uh, will go watch it and we'll do a whole review on it. I have no idea when the fuck it's coming. If they're filming now probably won't come out next year probably 2025 so now on to the british grand prix no i have one question for you pop it to me (laughs) what did you think of the british grand prix you know delaney i liked it (gasps) it gives me hope yep it wasn't perfect no i'm not saying that for anything but this was i thought there were some great battles yeah. Uh, anything really, any battle with McLaren. Of course, Lando Norris took the lead off the line. Yeah. I knew he wasn't winning. But, <laughs> we all knew. But those first couple laps were fun. But yeah, and he had a he had a decent fight, you know, with Verstappen, and he hung in there. Yeah. He was right behind him for a little while. I thought maybe maybe they've got something more. Maybe he's gonna come back. I don't. But know. But being in the top two for the entire race, that's pretty good. Exactly, and after. The safety car, which don't worry, folks, virtual safety car, safety car. I'm, it's queued up. Just, just wait a little bit. <laughs> just wait. Uh, after the safety car, there were some great battles. Yeah. Great racing. Yeah. Carlos Sainz, I don't know what the hell happened, but there was a whole queue of like four different people passing him yeah. at one time. Uh, Alex Albon, pretty much anything to do with Alex Albon this weekend was good, mm-hmm. of course, in qualifying as well. That five seconds mm-hmm. where we were like oh my god is lando norris gonna get the pole for this race because that's out of fucking nowhere i cheered i was so happy but of course max verstappen took the pole and i was very mad at that same but at least there was hope yep and this is the first race where i've ever left or the race has ended and i'm like maybe red bull won't win every race maybe they won't do it yeah he was nine seconds ahead at one point max verstappen yeah but this is like he could have potentially lost this race i feel like it was a windy race yeah too so that could have been why i slowed him down so yeah that was a high level of everything i'll talk more in depth in, in a couple seconds about all that stuff but delaney any additional thoughts any i loved it i think it was so fun good i, I was think be like I hate it. I was no, like, what, what? I loved it. I think I think Silverstone's a really fun track. I think it, we have a lot of high speed corners there, so I find Silverstone really fun. Um, the last like three years, something notable has happened at Silverstone each year. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of I was expecting that, and I watched qualifying and the the cheers and then the ohs of the crowd when lando got provisional pole and then max like i thought max was done at first like i thought he wasn't doing another lap when lando got pole and i was like oh my god i was like so excited i like cheered i was like oh my god that's amazing and then when i like saw his little name pop up i was like fuck like even before he crossed the line i was like i knew he was gonna get it he had a yellow second sector yeah so i was like oh my god like maybe maybe but, like, no nope nope um so that that was but i think i think lando also like knew in his head because during the post qualifying interviews he was like yeah it was great for a little bit and then like max ruined it <laughs> like you know they they joke about it um but like not so joking <laughs> um 
I think for McLaren as a whole, like, holy fuck. Like, where yeah. the fuck were these upgrades, bro? <laughs> like, why do you bring them just now? Yeah, yeah. Maybe because it's like their home race and then they're closer to home base. Well, I think, I don't know. I don't know if they brought more upgrades. Yeah, they did. They, well, brought, they brought some more. Uh, they, they brought it to both cars this race. Yeah, so I think, of course, Lando Norris got upgrades in Austria. Yeah. And he finished fourth, just kind of out of nowhere, like he yeah. was good. They brought those upgrades to Oscar Piastri for this race, but I think there were more upgrades. Like, I think yeah. McLaren had a more downforce on their rear wing or something. And I think both of them got it. And we haven't even mentioned Oscar Piastri yet. Oh my God. Cause he qualified third and finished fourth, fourth and would have finished third had there not been, been a safety, safety car. car. Yeah. And uh, he pitted before the safety car. So he lost out because a couple people got free pit stops. I'd like to go back to middle of June <laughs> because Mika Hakkinen, who is a former F1 champion ch- yeah, champion, yeah. I think 99. Sure. For sure, ninety eight, ninety nine. I think sure. Um, that was before my time. I wasn't even a thought. <laughs> uh, so he said. He said this in the middle of June. So uh-huh. when they were still bad, right? He was like, "McLaren will astound us with their cars' velocity. They might even pose a challenge to Red Bull." Oh fuck! And everyone was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you even watching?" Because Mika Hakkinen is like a still like a member of the team in of, some of way. McLaren. Yeah, 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 yeah. He never officially retired. Oh. So is he coming back? Is he coming back next year? No. Third driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everyone was like, this man's lost it. Yeah. Get him in a home. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he never said this, but I'm assuming at his home, he was like reading the internets. He's like, <laughs> oh, let him cook, boys. Let him cook. Let them <laughs> because cook. Because all the fucking sudden, yeah. they're way better than everybody else except for red bull yeah i mean they no from nowhere from no from literally nowhere. nowhere lando norris had a good great performance in austria but not like not like this not this and then oscar piastri too like they were solid like, like it wasn't like a fluke like oh all the other teams were struggling because of x y or z no they were like strong <laughs> like they were consistent and like they kept asking lando on the radio like how's your pace like he's like i'm fine he's like i can keep this like this yeah. is great and they're like, give us full pace. He's like, I am. They pulled away from everybody else. Yeah. During the first half of the race. Yeah. So that I it's what I like about this season, if yeah. I can say that. <laughs> there is stuff I like about this season. It's that the midfield, <laughs> everyone except Red Bull, yeah. is really close. Yeah. You've got McLaren now, McLaren, Mercedes. Aston Martin, Ferrari, and Alex Albon, who can all like be in the top ten and, and be Alex really Albon. close. So, little sidebar about Alex Albon: if the McLarens were how they were at the beginning of the year, Alex Albon would have gotten fucking driver of the day. I'm just saying, like he killed it. He's killing it. Like Alex Albon will not be in a Williams seat for much longer. I don't think. I think he, I think he will be. I oh. think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do their damnedest to to keep to Alex to Albon because yeah. he doesn't. He's not there. As like a on loan from someone. True. I did say hell. I did hear Helmut Marco say, "Ooh, well, we still have a good relations with Alex Albon. Do That'd you? be a great driver to have." But <laughs> do you? It's uh, Doc? it sounds like he's in a deal with Williams until 2025, uh, which is a shocker to us, I guess, because apparently he's only publicly at Williams until 2024. Oh, so maybe there's already been something. He just he just outed him. So, 
Um, yeah, I think Williams is my favorite team right now, and <laughs> yeah. Alex Albon is my favorite driver. I just love that so much. Like, I'm not. I love him. I'm not even. I'm not fucking with you guys right now. Like, I legitimately and Logan Sargent did super well he, too. He, they both did amazing in, in free practice. <laughs> we'll get back to McLaren in a second. Sorry, here, but like we're like we're <laughs> geeking out about the midfield, <laughs> but. Seriously, Williams, I don't even know if they had an upgrade this race. I don't they know. just had the Union Jack on their car it and the British them. power powered them forward because they both Logan Sargent finished 11th. Yeah. So he was so close to getting close. points. If he would have gotten points, that would have that would have topped off this race. I think that would have made it a really good race then. Um so and he was I'm pretty sure he was fighting with Carlos Sainz or at least close. Semi, yeah. I think he was within DRS, so um, it was not just luck. You yeah, know? exactly. And so I'm excited about that. I love the small teams getting up there and fighting with the yeah, because they know? can. It just proves it just proves that they can. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that all these drivers are the best drivers in the world. And like sometimes we forget that, and it's like we blame the drivers occasionally. We're like, oh, like they're doing so bad because like blah, 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 because the driver. And it's like, yeah, like sometimes to an extent, but I think it like, like we always say, if you put them in equal machinery, like you'd be really surprised who does really well. And it was so fucking exciting to see Lando Norris do well. Cause I'm a Lando fan. Am I a McLaren fan? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, but I mean, I could get behind them again. If Lando and, and Piastri, you know, do this thing and they kind of, you know, link arms and they just push up against the back of Max Verstappen for the rest of the season. Fuck. Yeah. That'd be great. But Lando Norris and Max Verstappen are friends. So that's the one yeah, thing they, that they I'm, said that. I'm a little worried like, about because if, if Lando Norris starts competing fight. with Max Verstappen, he's not going to, he's not going to hold back. He's not going to, well, no, he's not going to Lewis Hamilton, like Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen like hate each, hate other. each other. Yeah. They had a battle for position and fucking qualifying on their outlaps. Yeah. They, as soon as they get near each other, just, they start, you know, like <laughs> fucking around. Yeah. Lando Norris and Max Verstappen, I think, are going to race each other with respect. Yeah, that's And I want to see someone race Max Verstappen like Lewis Hamilton races him. Yeah. But that's... I don't think we're going to get that. <laughs> Not for a hot minute. I can dream. I know. Uh, uh, I don't even think we could get that with the Ferrari. I don't think Charles Leclerc is going to race him with... I think Carlos Sainz could race Max Verstappen with... Yeah. With Vigor. Russell. Yeah, but I think that's just a Mercedes and Red Bull thing, though. So um, speaking of Russell and also Carlos, um, they had a very interesting little tiff about like a third of the way through the race. Like Carlos, like swept across the track twice in front of Russell. Oh, right. Yep. And that was like I literally saw that. I was like, oh, <laughs> holy fuck. I don't know how he did get a penalty. <laughs> Neither do I. Like, honestly, I but I guess. The, the stewards were blind this weekend. They were like, we're at our home race. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Especially because like, George Russell's British. So they should have they given a penalty him. to anyone who was in front of him. Yeah, that was just a really interesting. Because I feel like Russell and Carlos are actually pretty uh, similar drivers. Their style of driving, I think, is pretty similar. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And then Oscar Piastri. Fucking killing it. Rookie. Like, it, I mean, rookie of the year right now, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he is. I think he already was, probably. Yeah. Because he hasn't, he crashed in Canada, I guess, and that, that's been it so far. But yeah, just fucking backed him up. Yeah. I think had there not been a safety car, he probably actually would have finished second because I think he was pretty he close. He was, um, he had already pitted. Yeah. And he, I, they pitted him to cover off 
Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz or one of the Mercedes yeah. something. I don't know. The Mercedes. But um, I think he might have been ahead of Lando Norris on like the, the Delta or whatever, like after oh, Lando yeah. Norris had pitted. But obviously that did not happen. They were going back and forth on the radios about who was faster. And I think it was literally by lap by lap. They were just like trading off like who was who was making quicker time and stuff. So, but I think they also, after Max got in front and they like pulled away a little bit, they were talking about how like Piastri wanted to be in front of Lando. He was like, I'm faster. And then they realized like, okay, you guys are like pretty equal. Like just hold station for now. Like just chill. Keep it together. Don't wreck each other. Don't wreck each other. Don't fucking burn out your tires and then not be able to drive anything. But the hard tires <laughs> on fucking McLaren were fucking OP. Yeah. As hell. I thought they were, I, I, after like, the safety car, for those who did not watch, Max Verstappen was on the soft tire, yeah. which is faster. Lando Norris, they went on hard tires. And they fucking... And Lewis Hamilton was on soft tires as well. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, they just... They fucked, they up. fucked it up. Yeah. But nope. Uh, soft tire. Lewis Hamilton's soft tire was burnt out by the end of the race. And... Max said he was struggling yeah, the and, last couple and I guess I don't remember who said this on the broadcast, but I guess McLaren were never going to go with the soft tire because in previous races they've burnt out their tires really quickly. Mm -hmm. So they knew we got to go with the hard tire to make it to the end of this race. Yeah. So they knew, and so Max Verstappen drove away, but L Lando Norris was able to keep ahead of Lewis Hamilton, who was now in third because of the safety car. Yeah. Here's one thing that I have always hated. That I've never said on this podcast. What? And I've hated it before we even started this thing. Oh no. But I don't I don't know if you watched the Sky Sports broadcast. I do. I I hate it when they talk to like the team principals during the race. I don't like it. it Thank you. Because and I've always hated it. I think it's so goofy. I because <laughs> why guy, are we talking to them? The Did guy you? they're always like yeah. yeah, the cars are, yeah, we're just seeing. Like, they're not going to say shit to you. Also, they're not going to tell you anything. They talked to Zach Brown, who isn't the team principal of McLaren, not. so he's just the guy. He, like, knows what's happening, but he's, he's just the team mascot. He's like, yeah, we got the cars in a pretty good place right now. We're just going to keep them out here. We're just going to see. Lando's pretty good today. We're doing pretty good. We're <laughs> just going to see how it goes from here. And they just, they say a bunch of, a bunch of or, words, but it doesn't my, mean anything. Or my favorite is whenever they do it to Gunter. They're like, Gunter Steiner. Like, how are you? He's like, hello, how are you? Guys? I'm just like, what is he saying? <laughs> like, he, because it's his little tiny microphone. They're just like plugging it into the stream, like yeah. into the broadcast. Yeah. And it just isn't good quality. And with his thick ass accent, you're like, what, <laughs> what is he saying, sir? Yeah, it's. <laughs> Thank you. I honestly, every time it happens, I think about that too. Because it's also really funny because when radios pop up, they can't cut off the team principles. Like they cut off the other yeah. anchors, I guess. Yeah. broadcast acres so the radio just plays underneath <laughs> the team principal talking yeah they uh i don't think sky sports used to do that no but when i first started watching f1 f1 was on nbc and they had their own commentary team and yeah. it included will buxton and they would interview like team they would do that they would interview some of the team principals during the race and I would always just skip it. It was like, great, some time to skip through. Right. Because F1 was still boring back then, too. So I was like, great, <laughs> I can skip through some of this stuff. So yeah. uh, that was like my commercial break, basically. But I can't do that because it's fucking live. So. Yeah. Also, I will say this was probably the most obnoxious Sky Sports to watch because it was the fucking <laughs> British, it's Grand the Prix. British Grand Prix. I was like watching it. And I was like, oh, my God. They're like, I'm... <laughs> 
I'm all for it. I'm all for like patriotism and stuff, but I was just like, I almost switched to just F1 TV just to fucking stop hearing them talking about it. I was like, look, we get it. You have four F1 drivers. You have four, technically four British drivers. You're at the British Grand Prix. You are a British network. Like, whoop-de-doo. But also I'm kind of like, talk about the racing, please, instead of just like, uh, they also did something really cheeky. They said, oh, and like it was like near the end. It was like Lewis Hamilton, eight time winner of the British Grand Prix. <laughs> I, <saw that. laughs> I heard I was that. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was great. I mean, my favorite, I do love the F, F1 TV. We've talked about this. The F1 TV grid walk is my favorite still. I love, I love Will Buxton's grid walk. Um, and then, but I think the Sky Sports during the races. And speaking of better. Sky Sports grid walk. Uh, they got in a lot of trouble, I think. Uh-oh. Did you not hear this? No. No. So Barton Brundle getting into trouble. I don't know. Is, what this, him, is this him trying to get inside of the no. movie? Oh. No. He he was. His cameraman tried to get inside the little block, box of Brad Pitt and they got yelled at when they were just walking around the pit lane. He tried to talk to someone on the grid uh-huh. and she ignored him. And everyone was like, oh my gosh. Model? Blonde, shortish hair, wearing all black. Yeah. Cara Delevingne. Yes. Yeah. Martin Brundle tried to talk to her on the grid, and mm-hmm. she just blew him off or, like, try. I didn't watch it, so I'm, like, yeah. just what I heard. Like we said, we watched the F1 TV grid watch. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, why do they keep inviting people like this onto the grid? Like, you can't you yeah. can't do that because Megan the Stallion or whatever, <laughs> like, in, in the United States in 2021 did the same thing. And or her like he, she like sent her her groupies to like get rid of Martin Brundle or whatever. It was like this really annoying thing, and I was like, I leave get him alone. <laughs> like I, uh, you know, Bart. I get why they're like ta- trying to talk to him because it's like an F one race or yeah. whatever. And I felt like I feel like to an extent, if you're going to be on the grid, you should right be before you should be expecting to someone's going to try to talk to you. Right. If you don't want to talk to them, that's fine. But in Megan the Stallion's case. <laughs> Don't send your fucking groupies who aren't famous for being anything besides their friends with yeah. you. Uh, in this case, though, people were mad that she blew him off. And then even Karun Shandok was like, why do we like let people like this on the grid if they're not even going to talk to them? Yeah. And then she tweeted, she's like, actually, Alfa Romeo PR, F1 PR people told me not to talk to you guys. <laughs> so I... I did what the F1 told me to do to like yeah. be here. They told me not to talk to you. Damn. And then it's like, oh, that is so an argument. Actually, oh my god. And, and it sounds like Martin Brundle's people like mm. told him not to do it either. But like, he doesn't give a fuck. He, yeah, he's. It's I, Martin I think he's kind of trying to do it honestly. Like, I, I, I don't blame him for that. He seems like the kind of guy that would do that. But yeah. And I don't think he's really said any. I don't even think he cares honestly that no. this happened. So I think it's interesting because it's like. There, it, this is this is an overarching argument of media and sports in general, but it's like the F1 drivers fucking, like we saw it last year, like the Red Bull team fucking boycotted fucking Sky Sports because they were fucking dickheads to them. Like it's media and sports are so like intertwined at this point, you can't avoid them, but also at the same time, like where is the line? So I can understand both points of views. Like I can understand the media side where they're like, look, we're here for a reason you know we're supposed to be broadcasting this like come on like do something at least but i can also understand from the celebrities point of views where they're just like unless you i feel like it should be more talked about to the celebrities like hey we're gonna invite you 
media personnel will be there they will approach they will attempt to approach you if they feel they want to so just be prepared for that if you do not want to be approached like let us know and we will let them know which is again an argument they had last year about the list of people and this person can be talked to and this person cannot be talked to and then it was like t- f1 tv versus sky sports saying like no this does happen or yes it does happen like yeah whatever but i think that should be more of like a i don't know like a hard list of like hey no this person doesn't want to be talked to this person does yeah because i mean as a celebrity you get your you get a camera fucking shoved in your face every time you walk out the door i think you'd think like oh i'm being invited to an f1 race like maybe i'll get a little bit of a break yeah and yeah i did see a lot of pr from alfa romeo of cara delamine so like that makes sense that alfa romeo's pr team was probably like no we want it to be just for us so that we get more exposure or more more attention on just our pr not sky sports so that's probably where they were like they probably didn't say Sky Sports specifically. They probably just said all other media. That's, yeah. I thought you were going to say Florence Pugh. Because Florence no. Pugh waved the little checkered flag. And she was invited by McLaren. Okay. Martin Brundle did talk to her. Yeah. I don't know if it was during the grid walk, but he said, like, I, I saw her. her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's different to approach the celebrities when you're off, off the air versus on the air. Because I feel like also... For those that don't watch the grid walks, they're kind of chaotic. Martin Brundle's grid walk is just all over the. It's fucking all over place. the place. So you can imagine, like, <laughs> all these teams are getting ready. You're you're a celebrity. You're just walking around, looking at the cars. You're enjoying your time. You're being escorted by whatever team you've been invited by, or whatever. And all of a sudden, you see a guy being followed by a giant camera, running around with a microphone, yelling, talking about the cars. And all of a sudden, he runs up to you. Hey, how are you feeling? Like that's just a lot. Like yeah. it is a lot. So I would also understand to be like, no, thank you. <laughs> like I don't want to talk. Like I'm good, but also at the same time, you can also just be like, yeah, it's great. I love being here. Awesome. And then they just move on. So maybe that's just celebrities that don't know formula one. They don't know formula one grid walks. Yeah. But, you know, that's my opinion, but no, I did not know that. Last thing I'm going to talk about here. Haven't done this in a while. Haven't <laughs> had a proper fuck virtual safety cars fuck moment. Let me set the stage for y'all here. <laughs> Kevin Magnuson halfway through the race stops on the track in a pretty camera angle wasn't great you couldn't see if there was an opening for the marshals to quickly sneak his car into yeah so to me that's like that's a safety car like that's a safety car right and i you're obscuring the track and uh yeah there's a car there's a car stopped on the track yeah he didn't he didn't pull off the road he was on he the was track on the track and he hopped out really fast yeah because his, his engine was like fucking blowing up and so there's not like a there's not a line of like what's a safety car and what's a virtual safety car. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like F1 is trying to only bring out the safety car if there's like debris and like a lot of cleanup. And so like just stranded cars is for virtual safety car, but they don't do that every time. Right. Sometimes a stranded car is a full safety car immediately. Yeah. But they did not throw out the safety car immediately. They threw up the virtual safety car. Yeah. Which if you're new neutralizes the race is what they say everyone sure (laughs) everyone has to go everyone has to slow down to safety car speed i don't know what it is like it's 40 percent of your full speed or 40 percent of racing speed or something like that like 70 miles per hour we'll say yeah which is still fucking fast (laughs) it's a fixed speed and yeah it maintains the gaps though so if max verstappen was nine seconds ahead when they go back to racing, he'll still be nine seconds ahead. Yeah. But the full safety car, the the actual safety car comes out of the track and they all queue up completely. If you had a huge lead or whatever, 
it it goes away. Right. Like they bunch up and bring everyone back together. And the reason that I hated the fact that they threw the virtual safety car out first and not the full safety car, number one, because, and obviously I'm not in the fucking tower, so I don't know what they know. Right. But like, come on. Like you got, I feel like you should know, like if it's going to be a safety car, just you, fucking you put it out. It. Nothing yeah. changed. Like they know what they've got around the track. Like they knew they should have known they needed a crane or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it should have been a, I, it, it, it annoys me when it goes from virtual to full devil's advocate. I mean, they may not know until they get out to the car and then the marshal's like, Oh fuck, we can't move it. Send out the safety car, which that does happen occasionally. Fair point. They get out there and then they're like, Oh fuck. No, actually we need, there's a, probably a marshal that has a radio. That's like, Nope, we need more time or yeah, we need this or that. And then they, you know, but that's not every time. So yes, I agree with you still. So for this instance, and maybe, maybe this wasn't possible. Maybe this is just my head dream. And I like feel like this could have happened. Yeah. But the thing about this one is that Max Verstappen and Lando Norris hadn't pitted yet. Yeah. And most of the tra- most of the people had not pitted yet. So when the virtual safety car came out, Max Verstappen and Lando Norris were already past the pit lane. Yeah. No one else was. So they got to pit the first time around. They got to pit the first time around. And then the virtual safety car was out long enough that Max Verstappen and Lando Norris got all the way back around and pitted. And so they didn't lose any effective time yeah. to anyone because they all pitted under the virtual safety car. Right. And then the safety car came out. But I feel like if the f- if the safety car came out immediately, yeah. then the same thing would have happened. Max Verstappen and Lando Norris would have passed the pit lane. Yep. Everyone else would have pitted. But then the safety car would have been there. And the safety car would have guided... Verstappen and Norris and everyone else would have been able to catch back up. Yeah. And so then Max Verstappen and Lando Norris would have had to pit with everyone else behind them. Yeah. I like this because it would have fucked over Max Verstappen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Lando Norris. It would have thrown him into, he would have, figured but it out. he would have had to pit and end up behind people who pitted under the virtual safety. Yeah. Car, yeah. It would have, sh- it would have pitted, shaken it up a little bit more. pitted the first time around and got lucky. Yeah. I feel like he, they would have got stuck in the queue and they would have, Max Verstappen would have had to restart like fifth or something. Right. And he probably still would have won. Yeah. But at least we could get something. It would have had a fun few laps. So maybe, maybe I'm not allowed to be mad at F1 because this was my head cannon of the race. And this was like, <laughs> this isn't, was not possible. I don't know if it was even possible. It was not but our cannon happened. <laughs> but I just don't like it. I just don't like it I when the virtual like safety it. car comes out first, you know? Keep it away from us. I just think you should get rid of the virtual safety car. Get Everything should be it. a safety car, especially right now with Max Verstappen so dominant. <laughs> you're taking away the chance. Just Throw it the all chance. out there. That's all I want. Bird just on the, the track safety car. Debris on the track safety car. Car breaks out safety car. Somebody runs across the track safety car. <laughs> <laughs> safety car for everything. So fucking we pay for it. Not we, but like they pay for it. So might as well. Um, so yeah, that's my problem with the virtual safety car yep. on this occasion. On this particular occasion. And um, that's Ferrari sucked. Yeah. We're Ferrari not even really going to talk about up. Ferraris. There you go. Clown uh-huh. energy. They're, they're back to their old ways. Yeah. Ninth and 10th. Yep. Uh, but it's okay. Cause we have some other fun teams to focus on. So, so yeah, I think um, Aston Martin were also nowhere whatever yeah uh, lance stroll by the way uh what the fuck is he doing bro like what the i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway Anyways. <laughs> um that's really it for the british grand prix 
Yeah, that's it was a great it. race. And sometimes the great races don't give you a lot to talk about other than to just gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, it was my so gosh. Great. It was just so good. So up next we have next up we have Hungary Budapest. It is hard to pass there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a good it's it was a good. I liked it last year, though. I yeah, this is uh, George Russell Pole. For oh, a Ferrari yeah. fuck up, a massive. This is like the hard tire. Like oh, they suck, and Ferrari yeah. still picked up the double stack accident. Yeah. Double stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Now. So, um, yeah, um, it's a good track. Red Bull are bringing upgrades. Oh my <laughs> Apparently god! Apparently, they've got a new floor. Amazing. Um, but maybe. Um, but I feel Perez like can actually make it out of Q three this time. I think they'll be done after this. We're getting pretty close to summer break. We'll have to start brainstorming some ideas for what we're gonna do. During the summer break, um, maybe some YouTube videos, maybe some more ticker talkers, maybe some more Instagram reelers. Maybe, maybe a radio show. <laughs> hey, I'm on the radio. Hey, I'm on the radio in the morning. 107.9. <laughs> Not sponsored. Anything else, Noel, you want to add? Um, nope. Hungry. It should be fun. I'm excited. Hi, Hungry. It's I'm a- Dad. <laughs> um and uh yeah it'll be awesome i think there's an indycar race that day too sweet we'll have um, it we'll have it this week in indycar indycar in toronto on the streets of toronto oh canada (laughs) oh no wait running through the six with my woes (laughs) it's toronto drake he's from toronto (laughs) oh drake from degrassi (laughs) (laughs) yes i think i think um I think I saw a tweet that said like Drake is worried that this his whole life is like him in a coma because he got high before he started acting on Degrassi one time. <laughs> I know that's got nothing to do with good anything, for him. But honestly, but he was just here, like here, like, like here, here in Detroit, recording. Yeah, <laughs> we had him on my other podcast. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for Thank this you. episode and not on this occasion. Be sure to check out. Our YouTube channel, I'll put the link in it this time. I forgot to do that, which is kind of important when you tell someone to do something. Yep. Buy our book on Amazon. (laughs) Where all books are sold. (laughs) Wherever books are sold, buy them. Grandpa Noel. (laughs) Hey, I got a new book today. It's me, Ma, and Pop Pop. Hey, I'm going on the radio. What is it? What did you call something in Dasani? No one decided. Hey, they're on the radio 107.6 after my favorite coffee time channel. All right, we're done. All right, that's it for this episode. Delaney says we're done. This is the new episode. (laughs) Hello, guys. Welcome to the new episode. Can you imagine there are some podcasts that like film a whole nother episode, like about the episode? I could not do that. That's it for the post post show show. Yes. See you on the next one. Deuces. Rad. Miles and Buddha Pesta. Buy the treasure chest. Golden grand piano.